0: support for this podcast comes from staples staples is the leading provider in office supplies offering a vast selection of products and services over the last two years staples has also become one of america's largest janitorial suppliers as well from your everyday business essentials to your office furniture printing facilities and break room staples can do it all Staples offers benefits to help create efficiencies in procurement and consolidate vendors to streamline internal processes. Visit www.staplesadvantage.com to learn more. And Dynamic. Since 1982, Dynamic Air Quality Solutions has been the leader in designing, manufacturing, and distributing IAQ products to the commercial and residential markets through authorized HVAC contractors. Our products are based on science and logic. We provide ongoing world-class technical and communication training for your entire team. They'll learn to understand and believe in the products and to communicate IAQ challenges and solutions in layman's terms on every call. Our training is educational, fun, and entertaining. You'll be assigned a world-class IAQ trainer and territory manager for technical support and to plan your training on an ongoing basis. Partner with us and enjoy the benefits of the science of clean air. For more information, visit worldclassiaq.com. Welcome to the Successful Contractor, powered by
1: CertainPath, formerly Success Group International, a show for residential contractors About residential contractors. We chronicle business journeys, share insights, and celebrate successes in this wonderful industry. I'm your host, Bob Houchin. As a reminder, all episodes of The Successful Contractor are available on YouTube as well as your podcast player of choice. And for more information on how Certain Path can put your contracting company on a certain path to success, visit our website, www.mycertainpath.com, or give us a call at 866-299-8505. Uh, I'm excited to bring to you an interview with Steve Moores and Michelle Hogan of Dynamic Indoor Air Quality Solutions. Dynamic has been a longtime partner with CertainPath. They offer incredible air quality products that truly benefit homeowners health as well as the longevity of their equipment. But their products, when combined with a dynamic system, can also add, even with only four service trucks, over a million dollars in sales every year at an incredible 65% gross margin. No extra calls no extra marketing. They can show you how to make a million extra bucks a year. We go over the dynamic products and processes in this interview, even sharing some insights that your team can use today to sell more IAQ. By the way, if your salespeople are the only ones selling IAQ, not your service techs, you absolutely want to be watching or listening to this. So without further ado, here's Steve Moores and Michelle Hogan of Dynamic Indoor Air Quality Solutions. I hope you enjoy our conversation and take away another two steve michelle thank you so much for joining me today uh, we've known each other a long time uh but for those who don't have the honor of calling you friends and are listening or viewing could you each of you share your names where you work and what your positions are
2: absolutely bob thank you so much my name is michelle hogan i have been in the trades for 24 years i started out my first 10 in commercial and new construction and the last 14 have been in residential both Steve, myself, and Bob all worked at Clockwork Home Services together for many That's right. years. That's so right. So I have been working with several of your Certain Path members for in the upwards of 15 plus years, Bob. And yes. we love it, and we just want more of them. So take it away,
1: <laughs> Steve. I like the
3: Thanks. pitch. <laughs> Thanks again for having us, Bob. Yeah, this sure. is going to be fun. Uh, just a little bit of background on me. Uh, my name is Steve Morris. I'm President of the Residential Division for, indoor, for uh, Dynamic Air Quality Solutions. And I've been in the industry since uh, I think before Michelle was born, uh, <laughs> 1990s when I got going in uh, indoor uh-huh. air quality before it was kind of cool to get into it. and then 1992 I was on the first design team that designed some of the first UV lights for residential applications. and mm-hmm. Fast forward to today, uh, I've been with uh, Dynamic now for 13 years, and uh, we're just having a blast doing what we do. Yeah. Uh, we do, uh, as you'll find throughout the podcast, we do a, a lot of training with your members currently, and looking forward to, to meeting others in the future.
1: Yep. You guys have helped a lot of SGI, Certain Path, Success Group, all sort. I mean, the names have changed, but you guys have always been there, <laughs> and have helped right. a lot of people. Yeah. Today, obviously, we're here to talk about, I, you know, indoor or indoor air quality or IQ, and and before I start asking you guys a bunch of questions, uh, I wanted to share some numbers with those viewing and listening. And you know, Steve and I will we'll show you behind the scenes those those people again watching and viewing. He and I I met I guess a couple of weeks ago to go through some stuff and, and just make sure we get some good content across. And I just was kind of floored by the numbers that are, are there with with IQ in particular. Steve mentioned that gross margin IQ is 65%. And because this is a a public podcast, I'm not going to share what our hvac certain path model is but 65 percent is better than what we recommend you should at least get in replacement and service uh so if you're a small operation say you just running four trucks uh, each truck runs approximately four calls a day over 250 working days uh with the products and support that steve michelle and their team provides there's no reason why that four truck company cannot sell over a million dollars in iaq alone so 225 thousand dollars revenue a truck. And if you do the math, which I had to do beforehand because I'm not good at math, uh, a 65% gross margin, that's over $500,000 in gross margin dollars in that company's pocket. And for the techs, if structured properly, it's over $30,000 in additional compensation in their pockets for each tech, not like you're splitting it up a bunch of the four guys. So we're going to talk about those numbers a lot more later on, but I wanted to get that up front early on for people. So they they definitely want to stay tuned for the rest of this. Uh, I know again one of the, our biggest cheerleaders. I wanted to bring up was Jimmy Dale, part owner of Certain Path, um, was a member a long time before that. President of Baker Brothers. I think they're knocking on a hundred million dollars in sales. He, he every time I talk to him, he mentions you guys. I think the first year you worked with their team, uh, they went from a million in, in IQ sales to three million. So he's just over the moon excited about what you do. So hey, IQ no brainer, right, guys? So. Um, but but not everyone get does it appropriately, right? So they're missing out on this opportunity. What what do you guys what have you seen in in uh, in dealing with contractors over the years with IEQ?
3: You know, Bob, we we talk as a team all the time. that This should be a no-brainer, yeah. uh, especially after COVID. But even prior right. to COVID, I mean, here again, I've been doing this since 1990 and and talking to technicians and owners and. A comfort advisors all the way across the board about you know implementing this either into their sales or service process uh, and, and maintenance agreements as well and, and just kind of building the whole culture so yeah. saying a no-brainer is is probably true except you have to have a a brain to make it work you know so <laughs> and i'm not saying that guys that aren't into it that aren't aren't smart There's a lot of people out there I'm contractors sure. out there are a lot smarter than i am uh, but you know they have a lot of things to be concerned about. You know sure. every day uh, they open up their their computer and uh, tech called in sick. Somebody got in an accident. Uh, so you know uh, they're worried about EBITDA. There, there's things that are happening throughout the day that oh my gosh that's right we got to talk about indoor air quality. Yeah. So in order to make it a no brainer you have to have a process and a system put together. Sure. Um, and it's difficult to do if you got uh, a bunch of other things to do. But that's what we're experts at. That's all right. we do. Right. So we go direct to contractors and we have training programs for them. And we also, it's not only training on the technology, but it's at the end of the day, how do you get the technician happily involved in talking about indoor air quality? Right, right. And what we find is, and we'll ask this, If I've had 100 techs in front of me right now, how many of you guys joined this company to become a sales guy? Oh, Maybe yeah. one hand will come up, probably not. Right. So when we train, we don't really train sales as much as we do uh, doing the right thing for the homeowner and keeping the dirt, dust, and debris off the system. That's just the right thing to do. But yeah. our number one problem with technicians is we get it. We tell them it's not the money. It's not your money. Technicians, uh, they're really good financial advisors. You know, yeah. they think it's their money. They're going to tell the homeowner how to spend their money. Sure. Uh, and and what they don't realize is they really can't empathize with a homeowner mm-hmm. because they would never pay retail for the stuff that they're talking to them about. Well, right. uh, if they had something wrong with their furnace and air conditioning system, uh, they wouldn't call a company. Him. Um, they'd fix it themselves. Sure. They would buy the contactor for a compressor for a certain price. It, so they really can't empathize with a homeowner. What why the indoor air quality product uh, or package costs eighteen hundred dollars or whatever the number is. Right. So we got to get them beyond that, and then we teach them how the dirt, dust, and debris affects not only the system, but someone's health, and then we, we move on from there.
1: Yeah, very good. Yeah, you, you mentioned culture, and it's, it's all these things that you, you touched on. It builds this IAQ, IAQ culture, uh, but you, you kind of boil it down into three things, right? Uh, the product, process, practice, you had mentioned that to me earlier. Can you kind of, one of you speak to what that means specifically with a little more detail?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Bob. So what, what we do is we do an onboarding process, right? So we do educate the usually the owner, general manager, any decision makers of the company, right? We talk about the product. We talk about our training, right? Because the, the product has to be great, but then we talk about our training to make it a culture. To Steve's mm-hmm. point, everyone, we train everyone, Bob. It's awesome. We train the techs. We train the installers. We train the salespeople. We train the office staff. We train yeah. absolutely everybody except for that person that does all of the books within their company and never touches the phone. Right. Okay, but if they touch the phone at any point, we want to train them. Sure. That's okay, great. So if talking to the homeowner, we need to educate them. So absolutely. it's the old lawn castle process, right? <laughs> you got to train them, you got to hold them accountable, and then you got to motivate them to continue to do it. And sure. our training process is phenomenal. And we'll talk about that in a little bit, but we train in three ways and we're excited to explain that.
1: That's great. That's great. You know, of course we can't talk about anything without IQ, without getting into what your products are. Uh, so for those that, that may not understand all that you offer, can you kind of quickly outline uh, what what dynamic uh, can offer contractors?
3: Well, uh, first of all, I want to address the, the three things you mentioned uh, on the earlier question was a uh, product process and practice we call it. Yeah. So we're gonna, I'll address product now, and then Michelle and I will talk about the other two, which is the process and how to get everybody involved, build that culture, and then sure. the, the practice. But when it comes to product itself, we base everything on what we call science and logic. Mm-hmm. So that what that means is scientifically the product has to work and then logically it has to work and the application is designed for. Right. There's a ton of products out there now that work scientifically, and they can prove that, but you know, they'll they'll do a, a test one inch away from a petri dish and it took 30 minutes to inactivate a microorganism. Well, right, we don't have 30 minutes. <laughs> no, uh, we got like 0. 0.7 seconds. Yeah. you know, it's it's going by very, very quickly. Very so, nice
1: demonstration. So, and like Michelle's Michelle. demonstrating.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that that uh, virus that she's holding in her hand or it doesn't stop in front of the lamp, right. You know, it it goes by it. Or 500 feet per minute. So, number one, it has to work scientifically, and we prove that with uh, with lab testing. Uh, and not only lab testing in a in a small petri dish application or 4,000 square foot facility. We tested in actually a, a 20,000 uh, square foot facility, which is our offices, which yep. we have testing yep. chambers in there. So, we know exactly how the products scientifically work, and will it work? Logically, an application is designed for. Because because I got to tell you, especially since COVID, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors out there today. They're putting UV lights under vacuum cleaners. they got these little wands that you shake in the air. I mean, if that really did what it says it does, you'd be burning your eyeballs and your skin with it, you know? Yeah. If you read the instructions, it says it has to be in contact with the microorganism for 10 minutes. Mm. So if you got a UV light underneath a vacuum cleaner, if it were a real one, number one, it would fade the carpet, uh, secondly, it would take you three weeks to, to do your carpet. But by yeah. the time you got to the other end, if you took 10 minutes on every inch, you have to come back at it. So, right. yeah, scientifically it works, but it has to work physically in the application it's designed for. For sure. So with that said, all of our products are designed that way. And the cool thing about our company, Bob, we're the manufacturer. Mm. We can make anything we want. Right. You know, if someone comes out with a new bell and whistle, and, and they, it comes to us all the time. What about this? What about this this P C O or this ionizer or this and that? You know, if it works, we'll, we'll make it. If it's better than what we've got, you know, we're we're not opposed to uh, other uh, technology that's out there today. Right. But if it doesn't work in the application in our testing facilities and in 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 home and our commercial, by the way, we got a huge commercial division. Right. We do libraries and uh, office buildings and airports and hospitals. Um, so we take that commercial technology and address it to the residential market as well.
1: Yeah. And, and, um, I, and I do want to go through the product line, but, but just something okay. you brought up a moment ago, though, after COVID, because I know you and I have talked at, at expos. and You're like, you were checking emails like, oh, my God, there's another company, another class action lawsuit. I mean, it's, it's like the Wild West, right? I mean, it's, it's hard yeah. for contractors to under, you know, believe in, in somebody, it seems like.
3: That's a great point. See, before COVID, we were ieq was under the radar. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, right. you see some stuff uh, online. You know, people buy HEPA filters for room applications. That was not mm-hmm. a bad application, uh, but our industry, it's way under the radar. Right. COVID brought it way above the radar because they started giving government money for COVID for mm-hmm. schools. You can open your school if you get the air clean right. You know, so. Sure a lot of these companies were jumping on board saying well let's hit that market take this government money sure. and what they found out was three to six months after the product was installed the maintenance guy would open up the air handler and said this is dirtier than it's ever been right. and without getting into technologies there's a reason why that happened yeah so that's where class action lawsuits came about
1: yeah that's incredible so so again though uh, before we keep continue on to the next phase so let's just outline kind of roughly the different products uh, if you would, for those that don't know a lot about dynamic and what you guys offer.
3: Yeah, I'll, I'll let Vanna I'll let White handle that one. <laughs> yes, yeah, she I has everything
1: prepared. I hope you guys the- are watching this on YouTube because it'll it'll make it far more entertaining with Michelle and all the work <laughs> she did to get ready.
2: I'm just so excited because yes, basically Bob, it's super easy, it's super simple. There are yeah. three phases of contamination in every home, okay, particles and dust. I think we would all agree every home has particles and dust, oh, right? Yes. So right. here's our one-inch air cleaner. This is phenomenal. This goes right into the one-inch filter slot. It's super easy. So you, no ductwork modifications. So that's great for our contractors, right? Big time. 24-volt electronic air cleaner. Here's the media. It's not a. It's not a filter. A mm-hmm. filter, Bob, only collects two to four percent of the particles. That's mm-hmm. an F. I don't yeah. care what school you went to. That's an F. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's right. I Ours collects 97% of the particles smaller than a human hair. That's incredible. Okay. Yeah. That too is an A no matter what school you went to okay. <laughs> That's true.
1: No curves required. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. So this takes care of contaminant number one. And I love it. This, this can be installed in 15 minutes or less. It mm-hmm. makes the contractor a great revenue. It protects the unit for the homeowner, right? The heating and air conditioning system for the homeowner. And it helps everybody in the home breathe cleaner air, which is huge, sure, you guys. Sure. I have a mastiff, and it looks like my English mastiff is living in it when I change that. It's
3: disgusting. oh boy, yeah, sure. Yeah, the key to that too, Bob, is that uh, like Michelle is mentioning, the best filter in the world can only collect two to four percent of what's in the air.
1: Ninety-seven
3: yeah. percent is what gets through your lungs and causes asthma, and allergies, and other kinds of challenges. You yeah. know, so. Um, when we talk into air quality, we have to talk about system protection. We want that thing running at peak efficiency. Right. Uh, but we also want to protect your health. So we don't draw the line at just equipment. We we do both with right. with our products. That's incredible. Go ahead, Vanna. Yeah. <laughs> All
2: right. So back to the Center for Disease Control pie chart. The yeah. orange and the red, right, are germs. I think we can agree that every house has germs, no matter how much we oh, yeah. clean. Right. Sure sad but true. And then the red part there is chemical gases and odors. So sadly, every home has that too. Oh yeah. I just recently got these blinds here because I'm in Florida and the sun shines in, right? Well, they're yep. made of plastics. So mm-hmm. all day for like 3 days after I got them installed, they were off-gassing this horrible true. odor. Yeah. And I have this puppy in my house. So imagine if I didn't.
1: Right. And okay. and homes are tighter now too, right? Because they're oh. in so that that off-gas, that, that sticks around even longer.
2: It does, it does, Bob, that's exactly right. So here's our UV light, check this, check this out. <laughs> this bad boy is heavy, okay? But here's our germicidal light. So this one is killing the germs, bacteria and viruses and it's yep. a double light. If you look at it, there's two lights. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. And then this one takes care of the odors. Which I love. I have mine wide open because again I have that dog and two sure. teenagers. So yeah. you can imagine, right? Because, but here's what sure. I love Bob, is this is adjustable. Check this out. Right. So oh, that is no. for the homeowner that might say, Hey, I'm smelling something. I don't know what it is, right. you know, or if they burned broccoli. Does that Bro- happen?
1: Sure
2: right you can turn that up or down depending or if you cook fish yeah exactly
1: or teenagers frozen pizzas burn frozen pizzas sure
2: (laughs) popcorn right yeah Yeah. so i really really love our product line it's it's just super easy it's an air cleaner and a uv light and you can really help every single homeowner that you come into contact with we're very passionate about these products and we just want a little time to share it with your
3: contractor
1: yeah, no, I appreciate that. That's great. That's great.
3: Well, well thank you the for other doing thing,
1: that. The other thing, Bob, real
3: quick is yeah. and, and Michelle doesn't like when I get into really technical geeky stuff. She she usually falls asleep or turns the, car, the camera off. But <laughs> just so the guys know, the one inch, it's called polarized media. It basically has opposite charge that the particles do, and we plate it to the cell. We don't, okay. we don't put the dust and dirt somewhere else. We physically remove it out of the air. Mm. And the small guy she's talking about is 97% of that, you know, she mentioned her, her dog being able to see the, the fur inside of the filter, but it's also collecting all this invisible stuff. Right. And the same thing with the UV. It has, there's tons of UV out there, right. but it has to have the right amount of microwatts, it's called, in order right. for it to function correctly. And it, it's not for this call. I mean, it would literally on UV and every, all those three phases of contamination, we have an hour session on each one of them. Wow. Just, just, just so the guys know we we delve into it really deeply with the technicians so number one they believe in the product secondly they're confident and how to talk to the homeowner about it and and thirdly they do it every every time and every call and we teach them how to do that as well and then the other uv light does the odors so we cover how all that works in in Mm -hmm. detail on the technical end. right because they got to believe
1: in it they have to believe in it to want to talk about it which is great this and it it leads beautifully into process which was the second one you'd mentioned product, we covered process let's, so let's let's shift the process and, and dig in a bit more. Um, you know at certain path we talk about process all the time. We have processes for everything for businesses. I mean it's, you have to have processes to grow and be profitable. Uh, and obviously you have a, a very detailed process for for selling IAQ and educating people in IQ. Uh, what is your IAQ process look like in educating uh, technicians? Let's start with that audience first.
3: OK, I think I'll go through the uh, real quick through the process and Michelle, you yeah. can go through the details and how we train. Uh, but like I mentioned early on in the in the podcast, you, we have to get the technicians to believe and we have to make them understand that it's it's not the money. It's not their money What this stuff is priced at. Uh, mm-hmm. We we don't know what people are willing to spend on anything, whether it's cars or watches or guns. And you now I'm a, sure. I'm a drummer. You know, I I would spend ten thousand dollars on a set of drones, where someone else would think I'm crazy. Right. But someone pays ten thousand dollars for a watch, I think they're crazy. Right. You know, so we we have to get them to understand it's it's not their decision what the people are going to spend their money on.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Secondly, we need to under they need to understand what the dirt, dust, and debris it's going through that air handler, how it's affecting the equipment. Mm-hmm. So this is really not. Selling something as much as it isn't, it is fixing something. Right. So we teach them how: don't sell an IQ product, fix the problem. Right. No different than a, a, a capacitor that has a bad reading. I ask Texas all the time. So you guys say you're not a salesman. Who who's replaced a capacitor this week? Every single hand comes up. Sure. Right. So was it free? Well, no. Well, how much was it? 230 250 300 whatever the number is. You know. Yeah. So you actually exchanged money. For a product and a service. Right. Yeah. Well, then you just sold something, right? Yeah. And I usually ask them, how many of you guys are married here? And uh, several hands come up. You got some good looking girl to marry your ugly mug. You're a salesman. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's all about communication, but they, right. they're they doing it every day already anyway. They don't even know sure. it. Sure. You know, they just feel like, gosh, I got to talk about the gigawatts and everything else. Well, no, you got to understand how to communicate this in layman's terms right And michelle right. if you can kind of go through the uh a process of how we start with uh right. the sales not the sales but the training and then how we end up or we never end actually
1: <laughs> yeah right right which is we'll get to that later but that's a good point
3: let's talk about your onboarding a little bit
1: more in depth michelle you you guys actually have a certification process that you kind of ask the technicians to go through before maybe one of your reps show up at the office. Can you kind of talk about what that certification process is a little bit more in depth?
2: Absolutely, I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. So it's on our training website, which is dynamicaqstraining.com. <laughs> Once they complete those 18 modules on our indoor air quality certification curriculum, mm-hmm. and we abbreviate everything, and I'm really not a big fan of acronyms because people, a lot of times when they're in heating and air, they don't even know what IAQ means. Sure. Okay. And it means indoor air quality, and I hate making people not feel comfortable, right? But in indoor air quality, there is a certification. And so Mm -hmm. the certificate looks like this, right, Mm -hmm. with their name on it, Bob. So every single person in the company gets their own. We also have these little patches that says they're indoor air quality trained and certified. that anybody can get either for their uniform or they can put it in the lanyard, right, Right. that way. So we do like the techs to all have gone through that prior to even their training with John McNutt because that gives them enough background to where they'll pay attention Mm. and have questions for John. Right. So that's part of our process too, but the the goal is we train every single person (laughs) in the company for the indoor air quality culture.
1: Yeah, and and to me, and by going through so in depth what the products do, It gets buy-in right you're not just going in and and giving a a sales pitch on hey here's how you make a lot of money here's how the company makes a lot of money and then don't talk about how it benefits the customer right you guys start with here's how the technology benefits the customer i think that's that's what's incredible um and steve actually you mentioned earlier uh you at least uh uh, have kind of hinted towards it this this idea of fix it or fix it it's a philosophy Mm -hmm you guys believe in. Um, how do you what what kind I share with everyone what that means and and how you communicate that to the techs to get them to
3: buy even further? Well what it, what it actually means is it's kind of what I alluded to earlier, like you said is is technicians don't want to sell, but they join the company and they, they love to fix things. They love to do what's right for the homeowner, right. So when we teach them if they see uh, during the uh, either maintenance or service call, and there's a transition we teach them and you guys do as well, how to meet and greet at the front door and the transition from the thermostat to the piece sure. of equipment. Once they get to the piece of equipment, every time and every call, there's an opportunity to open that thing up and look at the dirt dust and debris in there. If yeah. they have a dollar throwaway filter, they're going to have dirt in there. Yeah. So oh, yes. when you see that happening, uh, and I, we always give the example of a, a pitted contactor, uh, bad capacitor what would you guys do if you see that well we tell the homeowner then we we give them the option to change it you know fix it now or you want us to fix it on july 4th when you have a picnic over here and your your unit goes out sure let's be let's be proactive so fix it or fix it means all right i got a a a bad capacitor Mm -hmm. right mrs jones i can fix it or do you want me to fix it meaning I can replace the capacitor, but why did the capacitor go bad? Right. Why did the blower motor go bad? Why is the, the condensing unit going bad? It's 90% of the time, it's because of the dirt dust, and debris built up in the system. Yeah. The, the, the uh, blower motor, uh, blower wheel gets out of whack. You mm-hmm. know, the coil gets, EPA says 1 of an inch buildup on a coil, reduces the coil output by 21%. Mm-hmm. So that's the thickness of a business card. Yeah, And I always ask the techs, have you ever seen that much dirt, dust, debris in the system? And they all go, oh my God, it looks like sure. it's sometimes a dead, dead animal pelt will get to peel off. So, you know, <laughs> so, sure. you know they, they've they seen a lot worse than that. And yeah. so when someone's complaining about their utility cost or the breakdowns, the unnecessary breakdowns that they are going through every day, the, the, you can fix it or I can fix it. Meaning I can clean the blower wheel. I can clean I can get it at factory fresh conditions, but to really fix it, we got to stop that from happening in the future. Right. That's where no air quality comes in. Yeah. So it's not about a sales process as, as much as it is, fix it or fix it. Fix it meaning I can do something today, I can put yeah. a band aid on it, I can replace the parts, or do you really want me to fix it? And what right. that means, well, homeowner, well, what do you mean by that? Well, the reason that went bad is because of this. If I replace that and this is still here, we're still gonna have the same problem next time I come out here. Yeah. That's fixed. That's fix it it. or
1: fix it. And it speaks to technicians' mindset. I love that. I love
3: that.
1: myself because i want to remember because it begins really with the phone call that comes into the office right I and mean, a lot of people don't think about that so it starts there and it goes throughout the, that service call experience so can you kind of mention what are the different touch points a technician or a company can mention iaq to a, a homeowner
3: you, you're hitting a great point bob it, it starts with the call taker you know yeah. there's ways of them to get excited about product. we have call takers that actually sell iaq packages over the phone right you know so it starts with them getting educated them getting excited them having it in their own home and having an experience with it themselves Mm -hmm. Uh, and then they can talk excitedly about it when they're talking to the the homeowner on on a call so um michelle i'm going to have you address that first on the call taker end and then i'll take it from the, the service uh tech end perfect
2: absolutely so bob when i joined dynamic officially it was one of those pieces that I thought was a miss because mm-hmm. I, I've obviously Hogan Construction, so I've been in the trades for a long time, right? Sure. And the people in the front of the office, when they when we're talking to homeowners, that's a completely different conversation than the tech at the house, right? Or the salesperson well, of at course. the house.
1: Yeah.
2: And you hear about their family, Bob, you hear about their grandkids, you hear about the dog, you hear about everything that's going on in their world. Yeah. And so you start to pick up things, right? If, they, if someone's been sick, someone's been in the hospital, so, you know, they've got dogs or cats, you pick up on things and go, oh gosh, Mrs. Jones, you know, you really should look at our air cleaner. If you have yeah. those grandkids over all the time, that might really help you, Yeah. right? And then she's going to say, well, why, what are you talking about, right? And if the call taker has that education and that knowledge, and it's just, it's it's very powerful. And the right. other Bob, that we talked, we didn't talk about, but I want to is once we do our training. So, whether it's a, our onboarding training, or John does a training, or our trainers come on site, because we want everybody in the company to truly believe in the product, after the training, they get one week. If they get a homeowner happily involved with our air cleaner and UV light, we will give them an air cleaner and UV light for their home. Oh, nice.
1: Yeah, that's a nice, nice perk.
2: And that's everyone. So, that's right. the call taker, right? That's yeah. the tech, that's the installer, that's the salesperson, because they really have to have it and experience it. Because you don't go anywhere, Bob, without saying, like if you go out to dinner, hey, you, what do you think is the best meal served here? You always ask.
1: Sure, sure.
2: Because you want that. Yeah. Right. So yeah, if the tech
1: absolutely. then
2: comes to the home, or the call taker's talking to the homeowner, and they don't have our product in their home, how does that come across?
1: Right, for sure. Oh yeah, you, you've got, you've got to have that credibility. But, but you actually ha- you actually have a whole training for, just to get back, I wanted to emphasize this, for the call center and how to talk about it, you know. It, so it's not like, hey, you need to bring this up. It's like you have a process for that as well.
2: We have a three-pronged process for that, right? It's the same. We go back to three all the time. We have a recorded training that's ready to go. They can watch it. Carrie does a live training like this. Once yeah. Carrie's done, I do the third one. So there is a process for the office staff to get trained as well, followed by the techs, the installers, and the salespeople. Beautiful. And John McNutt usually starts off with that training to give them the technical background. And then their on-site trainer takes it for how to communicate that technology to the homeowner in layman's terms so that my eyes don't close and I don't understand this.
1: <laughs> Fall asleep standing? Yeah, yes. I understand. I understand. Yes. Now, now, Steve, I wanted to, to, to throw back to you. So so Michelle talked about the first touch point. So the customer has, I've talked about, oh, I have the dogs or I have asthma or whatever. So that's where you, the, the call taker can mention it then. What are, what are the other touch points in the home where, and you kind of alluded to it earlier, but maybe kind of just go through all of them where a technician well- can-
3: Yeah, I, I, let me go through what you shouldn't do first, because when we do, when we do technical training, I'm an IQ geek, like I said, it drives Michelle nuts, but, and, but techs love it. Most of my, all of my trainers in the field, they're, they're very well knowledgeable, they're experts in indoor air quality and products. So the techs want to know about the nanometers and the wavelengths and voltages and the microwatts and polarized media, and they really get into it. Yeah and the, the challenge that we have is the second part of training is okay everything we taught you is really cool you really mm-hmm. need to know it so you believe in the product and have confidence in the product You mm-hmm. all agree that you believe in the product and, and you can now go talk to the homeowner and i'll say yes mm-hmm. now if we left it at that here's what happens they get a a, a no uh, cool a no heat call in the middle of in chicago and it's uh, 25 degrees below zero <laughs> and they knock on the door and they, you know, before they even kick the snow off their boots, they say, hey, Mrs. Jones, I got a UV light for 1800 bucks. You want to buy one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're, they're excited. They want to talk about it, but yeah. that's the wrong time. And Mrs. Yeah. Jones is going to look at them and say, aren't you going to fix my darn furnace? Yeah. Isn't that what you're here for? Right. So we teach them, do what you came there for first, whether it's a maintenance or a service, a diagnostic, whatever you're doing. Make sure that happens. You know. And then the right time to do it is during the diagnostic or the maintenance stage, when you're physically looking at the piece of equipment. Yeah. And then you have the homeowner, because you've asked the question at the thermostat, if you could share anything with them, and they said yes, right? and say, hey, Mrs. Jones, remember when I asked you at the thermostat if I found anything that affects the performance of your equipment and health of your family, you wanted me to share that with you? And they say, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, here, let me show you something. This dirt dust debris in the system is affecting the performance of your equipment. That's why your capacitor is bad, or whatever the challenge is. Right? Yeah. And it it also the same stuff we're looking at gets in the air and it, it could affect someone's health. I'm wondering who in your house suffers from asthma and allergies. Right. That's when you ask the question. Yeah. A lot of technicians want to ask that question at the thermostat or up front during the uh, you know meet and greet. Well, in yeah. the homeowner's mind, then is like, "What are you a doctor? Where would that come from? Sure. You know, what even gave you the right to ask that question? Of course. What gives you the right is you're seeing evidence. Yep. then you can ask the question That's the correct. other bad time and i'll give you another example i have uh, this is going back years ago at a contract says i don't know what's going on I, we present into air quality in every single call mm. I said your sales are horrible I, if you're i mean by accident you got to sell something explain <laughs> to me your process yeah i said well after each call at the bottom of the invoice we put train clean effects 2400 dollars mm. or whatever the product is that's all it is, and I said, "Well, if I'm a homeowner and I, you just charge me $800 for a service call, and you want to charge me another two or three thousand dollars for something else, yeah, what is it? Something else? What's it going to do for me? Why is it $2,400? Sure. You know, it, it's just a, a line item. Right. So, you know, you, you can't do that either. So, beginning of the call is not a good idea. At the end of the call, while you're walking out the door, is not a good idea." Right During the diagnostic and maintenance stage, when you're actually seeing, physically seeing evidence of a problem is when you present.
1: Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. Oh, Michelle, were you going to have something you wanted to add?
2: That is especially important for females in the home, Bob, mm-hmm. because we're very visual. So yeah. that technician, it's important, and it's imperative, and it's how we train. They have to show us what you're looking at we don't know that the heating and air system is even inside and outside we have no clue okay we just know that we want it to be cool when it's hot outside and we want it to be warm when it's cold outside
1: sure
2: sure so you have to show us that dirt you have to show us that the coil is dirty we don't even know that we're looking at a coil so the technicians have got to explain to us what we're looking at and we have to see that dirt once we see it we understand it and we don't want it there
1: right how uh how often or, or maybe i don't know if you train this but i'm intrigued do you bring in your products or tell Text to bring in the products and go see what we offer versus what here's that that cheap filter you had from home depot look at what look at what we can i mean is that part or just leave it in the home and then go do something else do you guys ever talk about that or do you know people that do that
3: um we do it a couple of different ways we like to get it in their hands we'll take uh, michelle just kind of demonstrate taking the uh the regular take the other filter yeah, i mean it's yeah. And you, you hold it up. And one of the things we train is, but well, is a pretty good filter where you get, and while you're talking about you're doing that. Yeah. Where'd, where'd, where'd you get this one? Well, I get it at home Depot. Well, how much did that cost you? Well, there's like, you know, 20 bucks a piece or whatever. Yeah. Then you get, Oh, okay. Is there any reason why you wouldn't want a better filter than that one? Cause we're looking right. at dirt dust and debris. That's a simple question to get into indoor air quality before you get into technology. Yeah. That's great. People will say, Almost 100% of the time, it's never 100%, but 90-some percent of the time, yeah, I'd look at a better one. Sure. But about 80% of the time, they're going to say, "But what does it cost?" Right. And then, right. and then we teach them how to present the pricing and all that. Sure. So when when we're looking at that type of uh, technology and explanation, it has to be in layman's terms. It has to be colloquial mm-hmm. uh, language that they understand. Right. And then we have to physically show them the evidence. So it's 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 not brain surgery as much as it is a process and having them follow it every time and every call. Sure. Yeah. For, of course.
2: Yeah. Of course. Uh, both of our products, I don't think we mentioned this, but our air cleaner has a lifetime warranty on the power head. Mm. And our UV light has a lifetime warranty on the ballast. Right. So that's pretty hard to come by uh, today. So that's sure. that's a very good value proposition for the homeowner. Whoa, and what we tell them to say is, Bob, this is the last air cleaner in UV light you'll ever have to buy for your home as long as you're living in this home.
1: Right, that's that's powerful. That's very That powerful. is powerful. And
2: Absolutely. then the contractor gets the residual revenue or the mailbox money, Bob, off the media yeah. and off mm. of the bulbs.
3: Oh, and by the way, go.
2: our bulbs have three year lamp life on the bulb, mm. which is unheard
3: of in the industry. That's incredible. Oh, by the way, Bob, also there's a lot of clone stuff online that, that might say it's dynamic or dynamic equal or looks like it. And yeah. You, it's, a, it's a buyer beware thing. Number one, if they're not buying that media that she's holding up right there now that says LPD on it and has a carbon grid in there, it voids the warranty. The mm. lifetime warranty is not honored anymore. Yeah. Because there's stuff on the market that even that something in the middle there, there has to be a middle section. We use carbon that has to charge. Right off that probe if you put poly film in there or something it's it's just not going to work yeah and it could cause damage to the the equipment or Mm. to the air cleaner yeah so that's why when we any of our lamps or any of our products uh, that's how we protect the client the homeowner the end user and we also protect the contractor by allowing him to to resell the genuine product that's great that's good insight i'm glad you guys mentioned that um
1: i want to circle back to something uh talking about practice, we, we've we gone over onboarding, right? How we get the technicians excited, right? How do we get them certified? And, and so all of a sudden, and then how to present, you know, initially and, but, and it gets everyone excited for like a quarter and everyone sells everything for like a quarter. And all of a sudden uh, summer comes and they're running crazy and IQ sales dip. So the way to combat that is by training regularly, right? So. How often do you guys recommend the contractors should be talking to their team about your IAQ products, and just to keep that on front, on top of their mind as they're going into homes?
3: Well, what we found is usually a once a quarter live visit is important. But like you said, then we get this going on. You know, they get busy, they do something else. So in order to support that, while we're not there. We have the recorded modules, and there's 85 of them. 18 That's of those incredible. are certifi- certification modules. Yeah. The other ones are all kinds of different things, and we do have one about the difference between talking to a woman and a, and a man, or with a couple. Is there, you know, yeah. who you should be paying more attention to? Just just little things that they need to be aware of. It's not right. just IQ technology and gigawatts. You know, it's yeah. a lot of matter of fact. I'd say 80% of our stuff has nothing to do with technology. Right. It has to do with Presentation, how to promote it, when to promote it, just like like we're talking about. Right. The other thing is, we go through texts. You know, you, mm-hmm. uh, Johnny Park or pick somebody. One of our reps was just there last week, and he gets a call. Hey, I just got three new texts. Can you come out and train? I'm not going to be there for another two months. I'm booked. You know. Sure. So well, let's get them certified. You know, yep. that that let's get also give them a week or two to do that. Let's get John McNutt online, and we'll do the the three core modules. You know, and then when I come out here, then they're they're up to speed with the other techs and then we can do our, our regular training. Yeah. So we, I had this question asked me from, it was actually an SGI member when you were SGI. And he said, you know, I can't mention the competition, but XYZ company was in here and they did a training. And I said, how'd that training go? How long was it? And he says, oh, about a half hour. And and I said, I bet they brought, it was a and b training, right? He goes, well, what's that? They brought in bagels and balloons, right? <laughs> he goes well they brought stuff in yeah yeah i go well um then he goes well, well how long's your training it's yeah. lot, it never ends yeah you know yeah. we're gonna need our increments forever yeah. you know and 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 even even if it's the guys that have heard the training 20 different times they always mm-hmm. pick something up sure. but it's not the same training every time Right. You know, we sit with the management team. What do you need more on? Well, my guys need more technical. They do technical training. They need yeah. more communication. My CSRs aren't aren't doing the right things on a call like, like Michelle and Carrie trained them on. So it, it's a, it just never ends. We just keep right. going and going. And we have, they should have, there's enough modules, 85 of them. Do one a week. Yeah. You know, how many weeks are in a year? So that's almost two years worth of stuff, you know? For sure. And we're, we're always adding to that as well.
1: Right. And, and your trainers will do ride-alongs too. I wanted to bring that point out. I mean, how, how valuable are, are those ride-alongs?
3: They're super valuable, but there's a little caveat to that. Yeah. Uh, they, and I'll give you an example. I was mm-hmm. out in uh, Out West and that guy said, hey, can you do a ride-along after training? And I said, sure, just I'll get do along with you. So um, we get there, we get our first call, and it's a perfect opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's a, a customer they knew already, it was a part that they uh, had to order. So it was a second call. They already knew what they were gonna do. True. We opened up the system and it is filthy. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the tech and I said, you know, kind of not notching with my, my elbow. And I said, yeah. well, when it guy comes down, we need to show him this. So we, we showed it to him and he, and he says, uh, yeah, okay. I said, and then I'm like, I guess I gotta take this over. I said, is there any reason why you wouldn't want a better filter to stop this from happening in the future? <laughs> yeah, I, I like to look at a better filter. So I look at the tech and I said, Oh, he goes, how much does it cost? And I yeah. said, I look at the time. Can, why Can one, two, get one out of the truck and uh, we can show it to him. I don't, we don't care him on the truck. Uh, well, at least show him a piece of literature. I don't have any literature with me. Well, yeah. go, on your soft, go on your software and pick out the price. Well, it's not on the software. Yeah. After that call, I got back in the truck. He goes, oh, we got another call at uh, 123 ABC Street. I said, no, our next call is the office. You're dropping me off. Yeah. I sat down with the manager. I said, do not send my reps on a call. Without them being prepared with literature, with product, with education, with how to present, you know, even just opening the the door for the homeowner. Right. And you better have, especially if you're using some fancy type of software that's out there now. Oh, yeah. Hit the button. You got to be able to show it to them. Yeah. yeah, You know, and so that's the caveat. Happy to do them, but please be prepared, prepared, because if they're not prepared, we're just not going to go on other calls until they are prepared.
1: Sure. Well, train. You know, training doesn't matter if there's not a process being followed, right? That's why you talk about those three things. You've got to have a process, and you have to you have to follow it. I mean, so it doesn't matter if you went out there and and you showed them initially and you onboarded them. If they go, oh, that's great, and then let it all go. What's the point, you know, of, of doing those those additional right-alongs? So, no, that's a that's a great great point, Steve. And the process it, it works. You know, it just it works. You guys have seen it. Um, kind of in wrapping up, I, I had a few final questions, things that maybe we didn't touch on. Uh, but I wanted to be sure to to, to point out, um, you know, we've talked primarily about technicians selling this stuff, and I think you you, you mentioned to me earlier uh, in a previous call that I think what 70% of your sales should be coming from your techs, not not the salespeople just packaging them with new systems. Um, and if if you're if those of you watching or listening, if your sales team is the one doing the bulk of the selling, you've got a, a, a problem, but an opportunity. And uh, Steve, Dude, you, mentioned, you mentioned somebody, I don't want their name being mentioned, but they were a huge contractor uh, in the Texas area that I've known, we both have known, all of us have known for many years that you went and visited and you went, oh my gosh, all your you know, all your IQ sales are through your salespeople.
3: Well, we were excited because they were buying a competi- the competition. They switched to our product line. Yep. They're buying a million, million dollars a year of this other product from a wholesaler. Yep. They switched to our line. So we're all excited about a million dollars worth of revenue on our end and then what we could help them with on their end because we know they haven't been trained what we found out during the, our first meeting with them is out of that million dollars 95 percent of it was sold on packages on their replacement calls yeah so it really wasn't being sold it was just added to packages yeah right so I, and i'm asking the service manager happened to be in the meeting along with the owner and the gm and i'm like well, so what are you doing the service and well they can sell it if they want to I'm like, you know what? Why <laughs> don't you keep the, the your other competitor? They can have this the uh, replacement stuff yeah. facetiously. I mean, I want that business. Sure. But give me your service guys, give me your maintenance guys. Yeah. That's where the, the they they're they're seeing, you know, the sales guy might see two people a day. Right. You know? Most technicians see four to five people a day. Right. I mean, and you pr- probably have three to four times more techs than you do sales guys, right? If you, if you do your numbers right. The opportunity, them, they'd see so many more people throughout yeah. the, the, the day and the week and the year, if you do your numbers, there's much more opportunity with a trained technician mm-hmm. than there is with a sales guy. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not saying take it out of your packages. Don't sell it with replacements
1: Oh, no. No, 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 no.
3: Super important to have that. But you're yes. going to sell more. The guys that are really have a good process and a culture, literally 70% of their IQs sold through maintenance and service technicians.
1: Yeah. And that's why I highlighted those numbers when we first started. I wanted them to hear what, it, because because it, like you said, the opportunities are there. There's four calls a day at least on the service side. So you're always in front of people talking about it. Um, one other thing I want to talk about, we, we've talked about training, right? And and how how all the products benefit uh, the homeowner and, and they can benefit the company in terms of sales. But for it to work, the tech has to win as well. And again, we talked about, I alluded that they could make a, a big chunk. Um, by selling these products. Can you guys share with everyone what, what you recommend a technician or salesperson? How should they be spiffed on, on IAQ, IAQ products?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Bob. They absolutely yeah. should be given at least a 10% spiff. Yeah. So, for example, on our indoor air quality IAQ 3000 package, which is this one, which yep. is our air cleaner and our UV light, right, that retails for $2,200. We want that technician to make $200 each time they sell it.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it just makes them, it, it, they don't forget about it that way, right? I mean, it
2: makes sense. They sell one a week, Bob, and that is game changer. That's $800 a month to yep. that technician. That's a house payment. That's a awesome car payment, yes. right? I mean, come on. That yep. is just game changing yep. money for anyone. Yep.
1: yep, and and again, I you're equipping with them with the tools. To be able to communicate it effectively in a manner that the homeowner sees how they benefit, right? It's not like we're just slamming product. You guys are doing it the right way. So, uh, and and for them to be able to win, it's so it's so great. Yeah, you got to. We also have that. a
2: video book, Bob. There yeah, you go. Says, is the air in your home making you sick? These yeah. are for technicians. I know that none of your contractors employ any technicians. That, you know, they're really, they talk all the time. They never shut up. We don't employ any fix-it guys, but if you do, (laughs) if you do employ fix-it guys that don't like to talk to the homeowner after they get their indoor air quality certification, Bob, you know, their certificate, we will send them a free video book. So we will get them so that they can then show the homeowner this. Oh, wow when they're doing their maintenance and service, they can say, Michelle, while I'm here working on your maintenance, I'm going to be inside and outside of your house. If you wouldn't mind checking this video book out and watch one of the videos, I'll answer any questions for you when I'm finished.
1: I didn't realize you guys offered it. That's incredible. That's nice. And you're right for the fix it guy and, or, or like say it's the summer and you're just so busy that you're, you've got you know, maybe the guys aren't the strongest communicators filling in on on the service. That that helps a lot. That's great. That's a great tool.
2: I'm and they get it free mentioned. if yeah. they do the certification.
1: That's wonderful. Great. Well, guys, uh, hey, just again wrapping up. Really appreciate your time. Do you have any kind of final words or insight that you want to share that, that maybe I didn't I didn't bring up or touch on?
3: Well, Bob, I think you are super thorough, and I appreciate you having us. Uh, the yeah. the only thing that I would add is. Um, when you look at the the technician side of it again, they're doing an average of, of 20 calls uh, a week. I had a technician once say to me, uh, "I sell um, IQ and 80% of the calls that that I present it to people." And I said, yeah. "Well, how do you decide who you're going to present it to?" Well, I can tell if they have enough money. I can tell if they have. <laughs> I said, "Really?" So you're once again you're you're a financial advisor. You you, you yeah. can tell. You do not know what people, it's not your job to spend their money. Right. It's not our job to convince people of anything. It's our job to inform them. Yep. We need to inform them what the dirt, dust, or debris is doing in the system. That it's they're overpaying the utility company, that it's causing damage, that we can and we can fix it. We can fix it or we can fix it. Right. If they did that every single time, 20 calls, if if a a bad technician, and I, I don't mean bad in a bad person. But uh, one that doesn't do this very well, he's going to sell one out of 20. Yeah. The good ones that communicate correctly, they're going to sell five out of 20. Yeah. So, but if you do what the other technicians said and you pick and choose who they are, you're going to, you know, you're just not going to sell as many because you just narrowed your your market down.
1: Yeah. So every time and every call. That's great.
3: Last thought, I guess.
1: Yeah. Very good. Michelle, anything?
2: I just have three quick things. So every call, every time, every day when should indoor air quality be offered every call every time every day okay that's that and then we train in three ways ooh lots of o's okay online recorded online live and on-site training right that's important and then lastly bob i just wanted to tell you i think you know my story but i have two children one suffers uh severely he's on the spectrum on the autism spectrum and he struggles with uh fine motor skills uh, still to this day, and he's 22, uh, so he he struggles to blow his nose and um, just do anything with his fingers. And so when he was seven, he suffered severely with nosebleeds. And mm-hmm. Steve Moore's, because we work together, said get an air cleaner and a UV light for your home. And I thought he was crazy, Bob. I was like, <laughs> what? You know, yeah. I'm like for what? And he said, well, you just I just thought it might help Brexton, you know, because he's constantly sick. He has sinus infections, but Recently, he had been having severe nosebleeds. Yep. So I was like, well, whatever, I have nothing to lose. So Bob, we put the air cleaner and UV light in our home and within one week, what do you think happened to Brexton? All cleared up. No more nosebleeds. Week that's two, good. Bob, his voice sounded different to me. Wow. And I believe that's because it's the first time in seven years of that poor boy's life, he finally could breathe with ease. Oh man, yeah. 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 So the, the products going. were very impactful for me and for Brexton. Um, so I'm very passionate about them and I want everyone to know because I, anybody that has children, I get concerned. I want them to have the products in their house. Anyone that has pets, I get concerned. I want them to have the products in their house. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I just really, we just want to help people and do the right thing. So that, are, that, that's my closing.
1: Yeah. Party comment. No, no, I- you know it's the stories like that it, it, all this that we talked about earlier, that's all great. but then when you finally put a, a story to it with people and how it impacts their lives, it it really kind of just goes, okay, this is something that we really should make an effort to communicate with with people because so many still don't know it exists so and that's <laughs> right. and that's why I wanted you guys on here to to talk to our audience that can that can change that. So again, Steve Michelle, thank you so much for all your time. I really really appreciate you being on. Thanks, Bob. Very-
3: Thanks, Bob. Thanks for having us. You
1: did a great job, by the way. (laughs) Have a great day. Oh, I don't know about that, but I'll take it. Thank you. (laughs) That's Steve Morris and Michelle Hogan of Dynamic Indoor Air Quality Solutions. I hope you've enjoyed today's show. If so, please like and subscribe on YouTube. For on your favorite podcast player, please leave us a five-star review. The two seconds you take to leave a review will help other success mining contractors like you find us and hopefully get a little bit better, which elevates our entire industry. And please join me for future episodes. This
0: has been The Successful Contractor, powered by CertainPath. Support for this podcast comes from Angie. Angie is one of the largest home services marketplaces that connects qualified service professionals to project-ready homeowners. With over 25 years of experience and a network of more than 250,000 pros, we've helped more than 150 million people with their home needs. For service professionals, we are the source for everything from new customers and revenue streams to reviews, payments, and perks. With homeowners today investing more than ever, countless projects need a pro to take them on. We make the connection. Reach more homeowners with Angie. Shuby. Shuby makes it easy to take your customer service to the next level. Show your clients you care with their full line of extra-large, extra-durable products made specifically to protect their home or business. Shuby products were made by service professionals for service professionals. None of those cheap thin shoe covers that tear on the job. Their booties are made tough. They have surface protection products for every floor type to make sure you don't leave behind scuffs or scrapes. And don't forget their coveralls, made with an extra long torso for ease of motion while keeping your uniform clean all day. Let Shuby prevent the hassle of cleanup by preventing the mess in the first place. Put your best foot forward with Shuby today. Visit their website at www.shooby.com or give them a call today and mention coupon code to receive 10% off your next order. The Successful Contractor Podcast is part of the Certain Path family. Certain Path builds successful home service businesses and has for 23 years. We do it by providing contractors with a proven path to success, professional coaching, software solutions, and a member community of over 1,000 contractors just like you. Doubling your sales with a 20% net profit and an inspiring company culture is all possible. Let us show you the way. With certain Path, success is made certain. Visit www.MyCertainPath.com for more information.